0: Warning! What you are about to hear contains explicit language, adult themes, and potentially disturbing content. The views and opinions expressed are those of the hosts and do not reflect the opinions of anyone else, anywhere, ever, in the history of the world. This podcast is intended for an immature audience and should not be listened to by anyone, anywhere, ever, in the history of the world. You know, fuck it. You've been warned.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, dorks and dweebs, nerds of all ages, Geek Pod Network Productions is proud to bring to you the most electrifying middle-aged guys in Syracuse. The doctor, Hugh Allen. The pod whore, Paul Showens. Alone, they are single geek beacons in a dark cop drama world. But when the mics go hot, they are... Geek Pod. God, no! to the first installment of the hard truth in this segment i'm going to explain a few things that should be common knowledge but after perusing facebook obviously they aren't so let's get started first up is the first amendment to the constitution i keep seeing everyone invoking their first amendment rights or more often saying that their first amendment rights have been infringed upon what is the first amendment well it's your right to free speech free press free religion your right to assemble and to a petition the government. For our example tonight, we're focusing on freedom of speech since you assholes seem to keep getting it wrong. You can say anything you want and no one can do a damn thing about it. It's a free country, after all, and you can spout your opinion and everyone has to just deal with it. That's not how it fucking works. The fucking First Amendment works like this, you fucking morons. The First Amendment guarantees freedom of speech. Freedom of speech gives Americans the right to express themselves without having to worry about government interference. It's the most basic component of freedom of expression. Now, the U.S. Supreme Court often has struggled to determine what types of speech is protected. Legally, material labeled as obscene has historically been excluded from First Amendment protections, for example, but deciding what qualifies as obscene has been problematic. Speech-provoking actions that would harm others, true incitement and or threats is also not protected, but again determining what words have qualified as true incitement has been decided on a case-by-case basis but what does the constitution actually say about freedom of speech well Here is the actual text from our Constitution. Ready, guys? Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof or abridging the freedom of speech or of the press or the rights of the people peaceably to assemble and to petition the government for a redress of grievance. There you have it, guys. Two sentences specifically telling you it's your protection from the government, not from consequences. Go ahead and say whatever you want. The government won't come and arrest you. That doesn't mean you won't lose your job or get punched in the fucking face. I'm looking at you, Nate. So to lay it out for you geniuses. When Dr. Hugh says Donald Trump is a wannabe fascist Cheeto who deserves to go to prison, his First Amendment rights protect him from a team of Republican goons buffing his door down and dragging him off to prison. But if I were to tweet out that Mike Tyson was a sissy punk bitch, it doesn't protect me from getting my teeth fed to me if he sees me and runs into me in Vegas and knocks my fucking teeth out. Or, as a better example... Uh, what if you're a notoriously difficult subpar actress continually spouting cringy conspiracy theory falsehoods and grossly obscene social comparisons? Um, it doesn't get you um, safe from getting your toxic, toxic ass fired from the best gig she could possibly ever have dreamed of getting. That's about all for tonight. Back to your regularly scheduled bullshit. Welcome to GeekPod. I'm your host, Paul.
0: I'm Hugh.
1: I'm Corbs. What's happening, guys?
0: well that was fun um uh right now what's happening uh my basement may be flooding because i think my washer's leaking but i had to run up here and start recording the show so i'll find out later on when we're done <laughs>
2: so you may so at some point you may have an indoor pool
0: no not really it's only one load of laundry it's not going to dump that much water down there
1: Outstanding. No, the all right so- you all right, paul Right? I'm great. I am very okay. good. I feel. Do you much mind
0: expanding? It. I'd like to know the story behind our, our little uh, uh advertisement at the beginning of the show.
1: Uh, not an advertisement. It may become a new segment.
0: Okay. Well, I'm just um, like this whole thing. Nate, you said.
1: Oh um, yeah, he great. knows who he is.
0: I don't know who he is. Yeah, no, you wouldn't.
1: No. Um, <laughs> I'd like to know who Nate
0: is.
1: <laughs> well, the funny thing is, none of us get to know who he is since he unfriended me on Facebook. <laughs> oh,
0: well, I just think it should be story time with Uncle Paul right now.
1: Um god we're going to run over if we do. Um we're
2: going to run over what? Uh,
0: do you have a curfew?
1: I don't have a curfew but we are <laughs> we we know how the, we run into the brakes every time. Um so uh, the best way I can um explain it without getting into any territory that could probably get us all in trouble uh is he was spouting bullshit on Facebook and I I felt the need as as someone who considered him a quote-unquote Facebook friend, at least, uh, because I haven't seen the kid in in 30 years. Uh, We went to high school together. Um, I I, I calmly explained what freedom of speech really means, and he did not take well to it and continued to argue, which I I suggested that perhaps maybe he should have paid better attention in our participation to government class back in 1995, and apparently that was the last straw because then he unfriended me.
0: Ah, ah, I am curious to know what somebody's response to the actual text of the Constitution is. You know, like how do you refute that argument? What can you possibly say there?
1: Um, it, it's her opinion, and you know that's protected by by our freedom of speech, even though by you government
0: know, I, interference. You're right.
1: Yes. Yeah. yeah. Disney doesn't run our government. Exactly, but but they do run their corporation with, with their um um their their own laws laws because i can't think of the word it, I,
0: ideals i mean they they have uh, in their context, uh, and contracts contracts uh, is, is more where i'm is going it? on what with is it, it? Called yeah, it values you're, you're, not a values clause. um uh, what's the word i'm looking for yeah you know what i mean basically Code of hey, conduct. We, yeah we, we hire you but if we find out you know you're fucking five-year-olds then we're gonna fire you you know you can't keep your job that kind of thing
1: exactly
2: all right
0: all right <laughs>
1: So carbs. Stop fucking 5 year olds You're going to lose your job. They don't have a job. But <laughs> I guess you're all set.
2: <laughs> Carry on. It, it's pretty
1: disturbing though. It was his, it was his example. <laughs> I can't put away right disturbing
0: way. stuff. When I say disturbing stuff, it's because I want it to seem disturbing. That's That's not,
1: that's what I like. <laughs> it's pretty disturbing.
0: Oh, we we have we I haven't even gotten to the notes I have here yet. So
1: Outstanding. <laughs> Uh, like I said, I mean buckle in, we might end up with three uh three commercial breaks again tonight. Uh, so let's let's hop into um the beginning of our show. Um, so the Valhalla Minute.
2: I like that. It's better than what what you're playing because we're all playing the same damn game. Right. right.
0: <laughs> well, I had an interesting experience last night. I'm a little um, I don't want to say upset but um as you know i i think i mentioned on the show i try to do uh, with these assassin's creed games uh, i do a celibate playthrough you know i'm not not hooking up with anybody don't have any interest in that um, i got tricked into actually doing that last night with my character and when i say tricked um first of all so far i've never even seen a romance option so i know in the old games it was a little heart next to something when you said it uh but i haven't even seen one yet so when it popped up i, I Far enough away from my TV, I have trouble reading the text anyway. So I didn't catch that it was a heart because it looked like there was like an arrow through it or, or maybe a, a sword or something. It looked like a sword. I didn't know what it was, but let me give you the background. I, I'm in Asgard without giving too much away. Um, there's there's a point where you go from Asgard to Jotunheim and you've got the big king shit there in Jotunheim and his daughter. And uh, of course, the Frost Giants. I mean, this dude's like, you know, I don't know, 30 feet tall or something like that, but his daughter's normal human size. Now, at one point you're tasked with going to get gifts for him and his daughter, because you have to placate them because you're trying to get something out of their castle without them knowing. Uh, so I gave him his gift. He's like, oh yeah, cause I'd already picked it up. Cause I went around the map and got everything before I even started the quests. And then I get to the point where I'm in the place where I have to get this thing and she shows up. And earlier in the game, you know, he said, you know, be careful with my daughter. She's different than the rest of us. And that's true because she's, um, if <sighs> for lack of a better term, she's special. You know, maybe, maybe autistic, but it even goes a little further than that. Um, She's normal size, uh, but I'll get to what she looks like in a second. So I gave him the gift. There was no, you know, dialogue option for me to fuck a 30 foot tall, you know, 300 year old ice frost giant thing. So I'm sitting there going through and she's like, what are you doing here? Like, oh crap, I'm going to get caught. And then it pops up the thing to give her the gift. I'm like, oh, that's why I picked it or why I had to go get it. So I give her the gift. It forces me into seducing this girl. Now, mind you, once you see her, okay, uh, basically Ubisoft tricked me into having sex with a cross between the Navi and Avatar and Eric Stoltz and Mask, okay? It's (laughs) horrifying. And to make that picture even worse, after the cringy dialogue, um, your character goes in for the kiss and you're seeing your character from the back. And I'm assuming what they meant is her... um, hand is supposed to come around and cup your head as you're kissing her hand comes through the my chest up out of my neck and curls around my ear okay it was awful and the next thing you you end up uh, waking up next to this i mean she seemed like a nice slightly autistic but scientific like girl she was like trying to find a way to stop everything i had no idea they were going to go there i feel like i took advantage of her first of all because she's clearly not in a you know in an adult mindset and um she just looks fucking weird i think she's you know she's not completely frost giant because she's not 10 feet tall uh but yeah i was um kind of uh it bothered me i can
1: see that are you still playing as a female yes so it was girl on navi action
0: yeah, well I mean they, there's there's no limit there. I mean even I no, no, no
1: not at all. Kill. I'm just trying to because since you brought up Asgard, uh, Corbs and I were both tricked into going to Asgard this week as well. Uh by the in dreams uh quest after okay. uh Volka after you make the house for Volca in your settlement. Yep, I you didn't know potion. yeah. I didn't know that's what we were doing. I thought we were going to get another cutscene of me tripping. Um, and, and next thing I know, I'm in fucking Asgard. And I'm like, wait, what? So I got out of there pretty quick. I, I completed the first part of the first quest. And yeah, me too. Where you, where you have to shut the, the, the gate when they're coming across the yeah. rainbow bridge. Yeah. That, and then when I started into the one where you have to find this stuff in the well or whatever, I was yeah. like, I don't know I what I'm doing. And I'm getting the hell out of here.
2: Yeah, I kept looking okay. for the well, and I couldn't find it. My son my son was sitting behind me going, what are you doing? And I'm like, I got
1: no clue. No clue. I found the well. I just couldn't figure out how to make it do anything.
0: Yeah, like, I know you, you have
1: to zap the, the lights around.
0: Yes, and that's tricky because it's not super clear. You know what you're missing? Just as you come into that chamber where you can see it all, there's a fucking prism above your head. When you're on the other uh-huh. side of the room, you can't tell that's what it is, but that's, you have that splits. So that's
1: what you have to hit. Okay. Yeah, that
0: splits the beams into right and left beams and that, because otherwise you're trying to figure out, there's no way for you to hit two targets with one beam. That's it. I mean, I fucked around with it for quite a while too. And um, one, once I realized that that's what that was, uh, it was easy.
1: Okay. That makes more sense. All right. Uh, so we got new content this week with the update. Did you guys see that? Yeah. Did you try it? I did. It it seemed exceptionally easy.
0: Uh, Well, did you just do one village and then go back? Or did you? No,
1: I I went until the dude said, okay, I think that's enough. We're done.
0: Okay. I think it was three
1: or four of them.
0: Well, I I guess it's going to get harder as you go.
1: I'm sure. Because then it alerts people. Yeah. Yeah. um,
0: I'm glad they gave us something that is something repeatable that you can continue to do. Uh, I don't know how much longevity that really has it, it, you know, it's kind of like a side mode. I I don't think people are going to spend years unlocking the secrets of river raid, but you know what? They gave us something for free. Right. So I'm not going to complain about it. And they could certainly, I mean, I guess the armor that you can win in that isn't uh, anything super special. It's just like a a reskin of an existing armor. Uh, But again, they didn't have to give us this content. Right. We sure. didn't pay anything. We didn't buy the season pass. All they have to do is fix the game. You know, they. so this is something extra. Have
1: you guys had the game crash on you? A couple of times. Okay, so it's happened to me twice now, too.
0: Uh, I don't I even really had any crashes since everything started working again, but you remember I had a hell of a time when I first got yes,
1: it. Yes, when you had yeah. the save issue and all that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I've had it crash twice on me in a week's time now. Yeah. Uh, that's when I realized that I was out of space on my hard drive on my playstation so i had to expand my memory
0: how the fuck did you end up out of space
1: uh because i had a bunch of the free downloadable games and stuff mm. the monthly games i was downloading a bunch of shit and i've got all the games i've been buying i would load them up and t- so i i moved stuff know, off on my four terabyte know,
0: drive you can um you don't have to download the monthly games as long as you add it to your library it stays in your library
1: Oh, okay. No, I was going through and actually downloading all of them. No,
0: not necessary. Just make okay. sure you go through it where it says add to library, and then you can download it anytime, as long as you are still a PlayStation, PlayStation Plus subscriber. Mm. And if you lapse, but, and then restart it, as long as you're under the same gamer tag, you're still fine.
1: Okay, cool. Because that was going to be my question, is if it lapses by a month or something, do I lose all of that?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And clearly that is not the case. Cool. Um. So, any other, any other bidness with uh, Valhalla?
0: No, you haven't really said anything about it yet, Corbs.
2: Well, I just—I've been—I been been playing a lot. Um, just past week, I got—I got a pull. I think I'm at like a 79 power or something like that, somewhere like that. I just started doing uh, cigars, cigars, cigars. Whatever his name is, I just met him up in uh, that one spot way up in the north of the map. And then you got to go to like the very south of the map following him i'm like you got to raid the one village but my, my issue is that some of these villages like i've been raiding some of these villages before you're supposed to yeah, yeah. so i just like they say oh go raid this village i'm like i already already did all of that i already got everything out of there so sometimes i like i show up and i walk in and it says it and then i leave and go back to wherever i was and the, the quest is over so that's what I've, I've been finding out, but some of the stuff I've, I've had a hard time locating. Some of the treasures and stuff like that, trying to figure out like where to go to get them and stuff like that, and stuff to do. So, but there
0: are some treasures that are going to be behind doors that are unlocked by quests. So there are, you know, like I go through and I, I clean out each region as I go, but there are some regions where I still have outstanding things because I just I can't do them until I get to it.
3: Right.
2: Okay. Okay. Understands the reason. And there was yeah. there was one of them in. The one that I'm on right now, I didn't play much today because my, my son's been sick, so I've been taking care of him. And mom and I caught up on a few TV shows today, so I didn't get a chance to play. But I played for, I want to say, a good three or four hours yesterday. I mean, I played for a long time yesterday, but I would play for like an hour or so, and then I'd stop, and I'd do something else, and then I'd come back, and I'd play for a little while. But last night I played for a while. So, um, but there's the there's the one where you get the, the spear where when you're trying to find um, – the Bugard? The, the King?
1: Yes. Have you? King okay.
2: You've, have you found? It. Did you find? Yeah. Did you find him yet or whatever? Did yeah. You get that yeah that? I you, finished that one. You did that one? Okay. Because I raided that village at first and got the spear out of there. But then I was trying to get. There was a piece of gold, like a gold suit or whatever. That obviously you've got to wait until there's a guy that you have to kill to get it. And he wasn't there. And I kept looking. I spent like 10 minutes looking this guy. I'm like, he's not fucking here. <laughs> so I just laughed. I'm like, I oh, don't figured another point but then i realized i i was i went online and looked and it said that there was a there's a a night or something that you have to fight that's there and obviously he must come in when you go back looking for the for booger yeah for booger <laughs> for booger yeah so yeah I did, oh. I, i'm not, I'm not, i'm there right now so
0: i'll tell you you guys both when you get to Jotunheim and you have to do the rock puzzle, I suggest you look up a solution because holy Christ is that hard. <laughs> I've been able one, to...
2: I did find one of the anomalies.
0: Aren't those cool?
2: Yeah, we had to like you have to like this one you had to jump up a bunch of like it's basically computer blocks.
0: Yeah, but you're going all do 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 do. Yeah,
2: yeah, 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 yeah. And you have to turn the, the prisms to light up the blocks to jump across stuff like that. So I I did that one and I found that one. So that was pretty. That that, so that was pretty cool. What you're talking about that stuff. That was that was nice. That was cool. So,
1: I haven't gotten there yet.
2: It's it's a it's a place. I want to see just is it just south of Ravenwood? There's
0: multiple the ones. So yeah,
2: uh, place. I, I think this one was. It, I can't remember exactly where it was, but it was. I found it, and when I originally showed up on there, they're like, "Oh, this this place is haunted." And I'm like, what do you mean this haunted? So I just turned around and ran away, and I'm like, that's weird. So I finally went back there at one point. I'm, like, I'm going to go check this one out again, and I went there, and it was, oh, this is a weird anomaly, and you, you step, you there's a thing in the middle that's, like, flickering. Touching.
0: Yeah, it's like a glitch in the Matrix.
2: And you touch it, and you revert back to the girl that's playing, that you're playing, that's doing the, I can't remember what the hell it's called. Layla. Yeah. So you, you play as her to go through it, and then when you get through it, you switch back to your character. So... That was pretty cool. So that's what I, that's the one thing that I saw that this time around that was was pretty cool. So
1: nice. No, I haven't gotten to that yet. I thought it was starting to glitch when I was doing the river raid because I swiveled the camera around and it looked all like Prism y behind me. But yeah. I figured that was just
0: the world boundary. That's what it is. Yeah.
1: So all right. Um I'm I'm still digging this. I'm having a lot of fun with it. Well, so a lot. I, I'm playing at least an hour a night. Wow. Like every night, yeah.
0: I have a wolf. How'd you get a wolf?
1: I did a quest for um, Petra, the the huntress quest. And um, when we finished the, the no no I'm sorry it was the one where the the little bastard kids lied to me. I was in the longhouse and this kid comes running up to me. Saying oh, yeah. that the other kids were in trouble. Yeah. yeah. And then we finished the quest and the, the wolf followed me home.
0: Oh, that one. But he stayed. So you can.
1: In my, my room. Thought, yeah.
0: Yeah. I thought you were talking about that. Apparently there's a rideable wolf in the game.
1: Oh, I, I wasn't that like a. um A pre-order. Yes. Thing, or... Yeah. Pre-order unlock. Yeah. No, not that one. But I saw it in the, in the, the village. And then I got, went and did my stuff. And then I <laughs> walked back into my room just for the hell of it. Oh, look, there's a wolf. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so yeah, we, I, I have a wolf. Did, did you got to get your wolf? You know, wait until the little kid lies to you. I won't tell you anymore about that quest line, Corb's. All right,
2: well, and kid lies to me. I'm gonna have to kill him, so no, it doesn't let you. I try. <laughs> <laughs> so, have you, Paul, have you done all of uh, of Sigurd's the quest and all that stuff? Um, then I, I know you, you and I were talking that you were you were doing it, and then you're like, I gotta get out, I gotta get away from this. and
1: And whatnot. I finished that quest line with where you install the new king. Oh. And now I moved on to the next one, wherever Sigurd is this time. Where he moved on to the next one, so I went back and I'm gonna be following him to the next one.
2: Okay. I I
1: took a a couple days to just go do other shit.
2: Yeah. Okay.
1: Get the town in order. I'm almost to uh level four of the town.
2: Yeah, me too. I kind of I, 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 I kind of did reverse reverse I did that stuff first, like the raids, and got all the materials first, and started doing that. And then I was like, all right, well, you know, I got to start doing some of these things. My quest are building up, and I'm like, like six or seven quests in there that you you happened to random on and stuff like that. And I'm like, I'm like okay, well, like the one with you, and I ended up in Asgard. And I'm like, okay, well, you you know, I was talking, and he's like, well, you can be here, but you really shouldn't be here right now. And I was like, okay, well, I got to figure out how to get out of here.
1: Yeah, that I had to Google it to figure out how to get out because it wasn't immediately. I I just, to, to be honest
2: with you, I just popped up, opened the map, and it said, wake up.
1: Yeah, I missed that yeah. part. I missed the icon up in the upper left-hand corner. Like, I had yeah. to Google it to figure that out. Well, it like, I was like, oh, I shit, I can
2: just click on that and wake up, and next you knows back in Ravenwood. I'm like, oh, sweet.
0: Yeah, I think uh, Asgard has suggested level 90, and uh 9 yes. has suggested level 160. Uh, I think it was last night. And the night before, I was going around cleaning up stuff in Jotunheim, and there's a mythical creature fight. It's like a, a bear made out of stone or some shit, um, and its like power is like 380. It's like still you know 150 above me, and uh, I, I still killed it. Uh, but uh, man, it's tough. You 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 really I mean you're gonna need to be much higher to take that on. Um, I think I got lucky though because I just kind of like stumbled into its feet and was able to like you know I, I took a lot off it without it hitting me, and then it would like do ice walls and shit, but after it hit me twice, it, it was like it couldn't hit me again for a few minutes. So I'd keep hitting it and then right. it would hit yeah, it was I think it maybe it glitched and I got lucky. That's um, a good I still glitch. i might have been able to beat it. But uh uh yeah that that's a challenge right there. You know, if you're if you're because I what I did is you come out of its, its cave and there's a drop off and I dropped down like right underneath it when I first saw it. So I never had to fight it at a distance. I think if you were fighting it at a distance it might be a lot more difficult. Okay. Okay. All right. Then uh, moving on.
1: All right. Moving on. Guys, what's got you geeked?
0: Well, I'm excited about uh, tomorrow. My uh, mother in law's uh, 73rd birthday was this week, and uh, we're going to be celebrating tomorrow. And uh, the nice thing about my mother in law turning 73 is that I don't have to cook tomorrow because my wife always makes her birthday dinner Um, and a cake. So she's making a big, yummy cake, some chocolate maple thing that uh, caramel thing that my mother-in-law wanted uh and we're doing uh she likes middle eastern food so my wife is making a grape leaves Do you know what grape leaves are
2: i do
1: are they as self-explanatory as they sound
0: uh, no, no, okay. you, you, you get, you have to buy grape leaves in a jar. They're all tightly packed in oil, but it's literal grape leaves. Like imagine like a fucking big tree leaf, mm-hmm. uh, but it's been soaked in oil and you make a mixture of rice and beef and spices. And we have a, a, a roller for it. You have to roll these either by hand or with a roller. So you have to do each one individually. So we have to roll like, you know, a hundred grape leaves tomorrow because they come out, they're like, you know, this big, they're okay. not very big. Uh, but then, then you uh, steam them in the pressure cooker uh, for a little nice. while. And uh, the leaves soften up the, the meat cooks, the rice cooks, it's delicious. And uh, we're also doing chicken. So today I uh, took about six pounds of uh, chicken thighs and I made a marinade of uh, Greek yogurt, uh, lemon juice in zest, a uh, ton of garlic, uh, fresh oregano and fresh parsley, a ton of it, which you, know, you think oregano is very strong, especially when it's dried, but in certain things like a ton of fresh oregano was actually really good. It doesn't, I don't, I don't think it tastes anything like the dried spice, um, but got two bags of uh, that all marinating in the fridge. Uh, ready to go on the grill tomorrow. And I have two big slabs of bacon that'll be done curing. Uh, they're probably done curing now. So those will be going to the smoker tomorrow morning. Uh, and I have a big, I got my knife finally. I ordered a slicing knife. So it's its like a 14 inch knife. It's like a mini sword, mm-hmm. but it's uh, specifically, it's a carving knife for meat. So uh, excited about that. Can't wait to really put it through its paces. And I'm going to give my mother-in-law, you know, a pound of bacon tomorrow because she nice. likes it. So that's what I'm excited about. Nice carbs that's me what's got you geeked
2: uh pitchers and catchers reporting
0: oh <laughs> and i was thinking the ren and stimpy thing i'm the pitcher you're the catcher
2: <laughs> we were, we we're over this Pause the pitcher
1: we're not reusing that title <laughs>
2: <laughs> no that's it just uh, just baseball is coming back around so hopefully this year we have more than uh Sixty games or whatever, yeah, that half a season basically. Well, no, it was less than half. a season. Yeah, third, like a third of the season. So, I think they're going to delay it a little bit. I do think they'll delay a little bit, but it won't be like last year where they mm-hmm. started in you know end of July and stuff like that. I, I think you'll see they'll probably start mid May or something like that. I think I do think they're gonna they're gonna hold off a little bit just to see what's going on and make sure everybody gets the the shot.
1: Right okay so what's uh what
2: sorry that's it for me okay i don't mean to keep cutting you off but
1: that's i it'll probably be a trend we'll get it we'll get it worked out (laughs) (laughs) so what's got me geeked is uh did you guys see the mortal Kombat trailer
0: i haven't had a chance to watch it yet i saw it
1: you're nodding down there um are are you as as jazzed about it as i am like i saw I mean, it and it actually looks yeah. fucking cool like i can't wait for this to come out
2: yeah yeah i was actually excited about that i mean I, obviously from seeing the original mortal kombat
1: <laughs> god it's, it's definitely got to be an improvement
0: yeah uh, those were good for the time though they we were
1: cheesy that. even then i remember it yes you, you had
0: it. that song stuck in your head for weeks
1: weeks years you still have the song and if they don't use that song in the new movie there's a problem like that that song is like that that's mortal combat you have to have that
3: yeah
1: um but i we're not i won't get into specifics then um the show notes will have um a link to it for youtube because you know i've already gone ahead and done the show notes so i actually have the links and i'm not lying this season um <laughs> uh so check it out when you get a chance you let us know what you think of it uh the rest of you guys that actually listen um check it out from the show notes. And, uh, again, tell us what you think.
0: You know, I could watch it right now, Paul.
1: You could, but we're recording.
0: Oh, come on. We can make this work. Can't we, you guys talk, I'll put you on mute and watch it. You can make fun of my facial expressions
1: <laughs> or we can cut to break and you can watch it on the break. Okay, let us that know. Works. <laughs> that works. All right. When we come back, uh, we're going to go right into the news or okay. his review of the, uh, the trailer either way whatever he wants to do (laughs) (laughs) all right we'll be back Fourth annual Sci-Fi Horror Fest is coming with an all-new location, new celebrity guests, and more to enjoy. Sci-fi Horror Fest has a new home for 2021 at the Vernon Downs Casino and Hotel in Vernon, New York. Sci-Fi Horror Fest will be held on August 27th and 28th. Sci-Fi Horror Fest is a family-friendly event featuring exciting guests including CJ Graham and Loren Malloy, as well as fun activities, vendors, and a media area with an eclectic group of podcast personalities. More guest announcements will be announced soon. For more information and to purchase tickets, go to wwwsci fihorrorfestcom That's www.sci-fi-horrorfest.com. Sci-Fi Horrorfest is currently looking for volunteers. This is your chance to be part of the fun. Please note dates and details of the event are subject to change due to any lasting issues due to COVID-19.
0: we are back and i did watch that trailer now paul you are uh, wrong about one thing they did use the music when the words mortal combat are on the screen it's very subtle but it is the same uh notes go back and watch it it is i'm gonna have to it's not recognizable like you're thinking but the the theme is there uh so go check it out uh you you know how there's a guy in there uh who isn't wearing a mask who's using a spear like a spear on a rope you know they show him fighting some guys I love that actor. I think his name's Carrie something or other. Um, He is awesome. So I'm sold just on him being in this movie. I'm, I want to see it now. So, Uh, but yeah, that was great. Uh, Certainly seems like it's a, Maybe a more realistic take on things. Uh, The one thing that occurred to me while watching it is I get that Mortal Kombat is a video game about a tournament, but, you know, you could actually adapt the idea without there having to be some tournament because that's the weird thing. Okay, I am some big badass from another dimension. I want to take over puny Earth, but I throw a tournament to do it. I mean, it would be better if he was invading and then our Mortal Kombat people had to try to fight and stop them. But the idea that anybody's going to stick to the rules of the tournament is ridiculous. And I'm pretty sure in the games, he doesn't stick to the rules. That's why there's that many fucking games. They (laughs) beat him. He keeps coming back and cheating. So I I guess, you know, I wonder if it even occurred to them that they did not have to stick to that particular idea and and still make an adaptation. I don't know. That's just my thought. Uh, Before we get into the news, though. I wanted to uh, bring up something that uh, I, I called Breaking Kevin Smith. Now, I uh, sent Paul some a, a link last night uh, from 4chan, and if you aren't aware of this, um, what I'm assuming must be a group of alt-right people, um, maybe not, but that's my assumption, uh, they have decided on their next target, and they are pushing a whole meme and idea that Kevin Smith is a racist. Now, to, to get an idea of how this works, okay, um, you are somebody on the right who wants to Demonize someone on the left, so you start pushing an idea that people on the left would hate because they don't know that you've got a, you know, you drive around in a replica of the Dukes of Hazard car, okay? You're just a random person on the internet. That 4chan is everyone's anonymous on 4chan. You push it enough, people start to pick up on it, and then if the media picks up on it, all of a sudden Kevin Smith is a racist, and it doesn't matter if it's based in fact or not. You know, I mean, in, in our age now, if you get accused for of something, you have to apologize for it, whether you did it or not. And your career still might be over. So uh, the reason I know this is being pushed hard is normally on 4chan. If you don't know how 4chan works, it's kind of like a message board, like Reddit. But everything's anonymous. And when a thread hits a certain number of replies, I think it's 200, it's immediately completely deleted. And usually, if you find, you'll find some people will post a topic, it'll hit the the limit, and then they'll post it again, and they'll just keep posting it. Last night, I believe there were four concurrent Kevin Smith as a racist threads going on. Uh, which means somebody is pushing this narrative really hard and they're saying that he's a racist because he doesn't cast enough people of color in his movies uh somebody made a claim which i have not been able to confirm that uh if you add up all of the dialogue of people of color in all of his movies it comes to less than an hour and that could potentially be correct you know and and that
1: that really could be i mean not that i'm buying any of this shit after what what the link you sent me uh, but I mean, uh, that, that could be a huge flag because he is a wordy motherfucker. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I just, I wanted to see what you thought about it. Cause you, you kind of looked through it and it's definitely some grade a craziness, mm. uh, but, but do you think any of the, the arguments have merit, you know, why doesn't he cast more people of color in his movies?
1: The, the best one that jumped out to me that made sense is he writes what he knows. And he grew up in suburban New Jersey. Like, Red Bank is the whitest of the white towns. Like, the the Atlantic Highlands is um, middle class to affluent families, a lot of which are commuting into New York. Like, that's... Aside from Ming Chen, I'm pretty sure that whole town is white people. So... (laughs) And starting back in the 90s, I mean, again, he, he was a 20-something-year-old kid. You, you write what you know. And that's what he pointed. He, he planned to do. That's what he talks about openly about Clerks. Is he wrote a movie that symbolized him and his friends, which were a bunch of white kids working in convenience stores.
0: Now, you know, this brings up an interesting dichotomy that I was thinking about. Okay. If you don't cast diverse and write diverse, you're racist. Right. If you do write diverse, but you're a white guy, you're culturally appropriating. Or it pandering. Almost seemed, or, yeah, or pandering. Now, I, I want to put the question to both of you, especially uh, you, know you Corbs, as well, because you're, you're a big movie buff. Does a movie or television maker, somebody who makes lots of content, is there any moral imperative for them to diversely cast and diversely right? Is it up to them? Are they the gatekeepers? And if they don't do that, um, is that something that society can get mad at them about? It's a good one, isn't it? It is. I mean, is it their responsibility? I mean, it's one thing if they're saying, no, I don't want any black people, but I'm saying legitimately has nothing to do with that. You know, you're fine with black people or whatever. Do you have? I mean, is there there is pressure? But I mean, do do you have to do that? Are you required to do that in this day and age?
2: I think in this day and age, you're not required to do it, but you're looked down upon if you don't do it.
1: That was going to be my answer as well.
2: Because I mean, you you think about some of the some of the shows. I mean, I always go back to, to Sons of Anarchy. I mean, it's a it's a motorcycle club, you know, and they're based, you know, they're, they're basically all, I guess, they're mainly Irish background. I mean, they have ties to in Ireland and stuff like that. So, you know, it, it's, a, it's a TV show about a white biker club.
1: Which did, I mean, it did have almost a racist history. They hinted at that. Yeah, they did. It, because yeah. that's why it was such a big deal when Happy got patched in, right?
0: Yep. Now you know what's what's interesting. I wonder if Sons of Anarchy came out today, if people would be angry. You know, it doesn't matter if they're a a white racist bike gang. There needs to be representation. Because I, I feel like our our left crazy has actually gone that far.
1: But there is representation in that show because there, and I mean, and it's not a happy intermingling, but you do have a. Mexican biker gang, like a a Latin biker gang, and then there was a, a black biker gang.
0: Okay. Yeah, I haven't seen the show, so I, I, the, I they, the, the, well their biggest
2: their biggest rival is a was the Latin gang, the, the Mayans, which is now has their own TV show and stuff. So, but there, and there was a black biker gang. They weren't real prevalent in the show. I mean, no. a couple of times they used them here and there, and then obviously at the end when uh, TC was his name
1: bald guy yeah, Mustache? the, yeah, the yeah, main yeah, yeah. the the leader of the the yeah. black bugger gang he gets patched
2: into the Suns as, as J- at, jack's, at jack's request he decides that that bylaw needs to be abolished and they need to be able to to have colored people afro-american, Afro-American members of their bike gang that was his last act as president was to abolish that bylaw
1: right and then they patched in the whole group didn't they that's right i forgot about they patched
2: that. in they patched him and i believe they he he had the rest of them patched in too yes they pad they did a patch over yeah so, but he's Strength actually a member. number two he's actually a member of the club they were they got patched over right
0: See, hey, there'd be a problem with that storyline too because you know a white guy allowing black people in would be white savior complex so yes right i, I don't i don't think you can do anything we're, no. we're all going to hell but you know what's interesting? Um, this story uh does kind of lead into the news. Now, Paul, is there anything else you'd like to say about uh, breaking Kevin Smith at this point?
1: Um, just that that was my first experience with 4chan, and that is just some bad shit, crazy stuff there.
0: Dude, you totally should download the uh the app and uh, just I, seriously. I mean that that's how I know what's uh, what's going on all the time. You know, or what's about to seep into mainstream and, and things like that, because it's it's like that's where all, I, I've said it before. You know, if Reddit's the asshole of the Internet, 4chan is the colon. And there's probably even worse places, but I can't find an app for my phone for that. And I don't <laughs> want to get arrested. So right. I'm not looking to find anything illegal. I just you know, th- this is this is where the seeds of bullshit germinate. And uh, I, I like knowing what's coming. Right. Anyway, moving into the news now, you know what? Uh, the, our first thing tonight, um, I knew that there was rumblings that this was going to happen without any details, and I really was looking forward to being able to uh, pull one of the great uh, storylines from this comic book series and use that as a title. And I was hoping I could say, first up, rake at the gates." Excuse me, rake at the gates of hell. Unfortunately, I can't do that. So first up, ho at the gates of Costco. I can't say gates tonight. I keep saying gays. What the fuck? First up, Hoe at the Gates of Costco. HBO Max announced they are making a Constantine show, and this is based on the comic book Hellblazer. This is going to be the third adaptation of Hellblazer. It's apparently going to be very dark, which is kind of strange because Hellblazer is pretty fucking dark to begin with, and the movie and the NBC TV show were also pretty dark. J.J. Abrams' bad robot is developing, and Guy Bolton is writing. Now, there's some things that I'm really concerned about here. Um, They say the character is set to be cast as a... A diverse lead from london rather than liverpool okay uh everybody knows that you know i am as as open and accepting and all for diversity as they come uh, this bothers the shit out of me and i'll tell you why we've talked about oh you know recasting james bond and you know i mean we've kind of made you talked about the arguments that you know uh you know james bond you know, he's always been a character like this but here's the thing james bond has been played by a white guy for fucking 70 years or something right
3: mm-hmm. correct
0: there hasn't been an accurate adaptation of Constantine yet, and let me clarify that. The original movie starring Keanu Reeves was a great fucking movie, and that's how I was introduced to the character. Um, but Keanu Reeves does not look, you know, a guy with dark hair from America. I mean, it's 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 a loose adaptation, okay? Then comes along the Constantine TV show and Matt Ryan's portrayal on all of the CW shows, fucking. Balls on Constantine. That is exactly who the character is, but he's always been chained by the fact that it's a regular TV show. Okay. The Hellblazer comic is fucking dark as shit. Nasty. Lots of F-bombs. And it's never been adapted properly. And when I heard HBO was going to be doing this, I was like fucking finally, even if they didn't use Matt Ryan, which I really wanted him to, but even if they didn't, at least we can get a faithful adaptation to the show. And that's not what we're going to get now. Now, this diverse lead, it may be fantastic. It may be a great show, but in my heart, I'm going to be missing the, the scousy, white, frazzled hair, John Constantine in his trench coat, waking up, hungover. Uh, it just, it, It's not going to feel right because we've never seen it. If we'd seen it and then the show went off and then years down the road, they wanted to reboot it and wanted to do the whole gender swap and race swap and all that, I would have been all for it. I'm just upset that we've never actually seen it done properly.
1: I don't disagree with you on that at all. When I read the same article, um, I cringed. I'm like, and and I, I don't want to be that comic book nerd that's like, well, it doesn't need to uh, to divert from the source material, but it doesn't. Like that's who. Constantine is he, he's he hit, was modeled after sting was he not yes yeah was okay.
0: modeled after sting the character is bisexual so you already have diversity there yes and and it's again it if it had been adapted really well at least once then it wouldn't be that big of a deal but this is the first time it's been adapted on a platform that could actually do the source material justice and they're not even starting there so I mean it, it, I mean I don't care if we got a show about Joan Constantine but uh, I, I, it just seems like a lot of it's going to be lost. I mean, the character himself, a liar, a womanizer. He's not a hero. A lot of those traits. Yes, a woman can be uh, a manizer. I, I, what the fuck is the word for that? I don't even know. Um, they can have those same qualities, but I don't think it's it's not going to play the same way. No, I, I don't think it's possible. I I don't think you can really. You can't get the core of that character the same way. I mean, different color skin. Yes. Um, Different sex. I I don't see how that works, Um, but it could be proved wrong. Who knows? Next up, Latina heat vision. Ha! Huh? See what I did there all right, for the wrestling fans? Young and Restless star Sasha Kelly has beaten 400 other actresses to win the role of Supergirl in the upcoming Flash movie. Hopefully, she learns some moves to protect herself from her co-star Ezra Miller, who has a habit of wrecking his female fans. She will be the first Colombian-slash-Latina actress in the role. Um, now, again, we're going right back to diversity. I am super excited about this. You know what? It was always silly to think that an advanced place like uh, Krypton would only have white people. And if you saw the Krypton TV series, you know, they definitely had some some other colors there. So uh, I'm excited about this. There's no reason that Supergirl couldn't be, you know, Latin looking or, you know, I hope I'm using the right word there. I actually pulled that word from the article. So if I get in trouble, I can point a finger at them. Uh, because uh, everything's always so sensitive and finally shipping but not like that guys God, don't be dirty john wesley ship uh the original flash from the flash tv show from back in the 90s will be appearing in the in star girl season two have either of you watched star girl
1: yes fantastic show.
0: show um they will establish golden age flash as a member of the justice society and i think that's perfect because if i'm not mistaken isn't he a member of the justice society yes yeah. Okay. I thought so. So it was kind of his omission in that show was kind of odd. This is going to tie it to the CW uh, verse a little bit more tightly, and I'm just excited for that guy to get more work. I mean, he was awesome. That was one of my favorite shows growing up.
1: Well, you and, do know that he's been on the Flash CW show.
0: Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, okay, I've okay. I've watched all of those shows. So okay, I'm,
1: good. You're yeah. referencing like like you missed that part. So I was no,
0: not at all. Okay. Um, I'm just I'm excited to see him continuing to get more work. I should say. I agreed. You know, based off that, that one show that he did back in the 90s that got cancelled and he thought it would never come up again. Because uh, <laughs> the guy's a great actor. Uh, and that's the news, kids. Now, I need to buy myself an expensive round t- trip ticket to Cancun just to drop my family off and then come back like you do.
1: Paul? Another other news, it is illegal to mispronounce Arkansas while in the state of Arkansas. Back to you, Corbs.
2: The hell is that? got to be running scared. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the movie obviously I'm doing is running scared. Starring Gregory Hines, Billy Crystal, and a young Jimmy Smiths. Uh, it was released in 1986. Basically, uh, Ray and Danny, Gregory Hines, Ray Hughes, and Billy Crystal is Danny. And I can't pronounce his last name. It's very Italian. We won't go into that. Kaiello? Uh, what's that?
0: I L O A I E L No,
2: no, no. It starts with a C. Um, there are two Chicago police officers, police detectives hot on the trail of drug king, kingpin Julio Gonzalez, played by Jimmy Smith. They do manage to get him uh, in a drug bus, but it's very messy, and they have to be rescued by two undercover cops, um, after, the, after which they're both suspended, and then they go on vacation in Key West, Florida, well there they decide to retire from the police force, and everybody knows that police officers like to drink, so they decide to open a bar down in Key West. Not a bad plan. What's that?
1: said Not a bad plan.
2: No, it's not a bad plan. Not 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 this time of not this time of the year though. Or this millennium decade. Quarantine. Uh so I'm when they just returned- bothered.
0: hold on, Corpse. I'm bothered by the name Julio Gonzalez. Mm-hmm. what year did this movie come out
1: 1986
0: okay i mean did, does anyone else feel when they're casting you know you know yes. a bad guy or a crime load or whatever they just took some dice they wrote all the spanish names they knew <laughs> and a few names of like dishes they get at the mexican restaurant and roll it i mean why can't it be reggie gonzalez why has it got to be julio jesus
2: christ <laughs> very good <laughs> sorry there
0: didn't mean to derail you gotta no it's right. proper man
2: so uh, when they return to Chicago, uh, they're informed by their captain. They inform well, they inform the captain of their intentions to retire. Um, they also find out at that point that Julio has been released from pre, released from prison on bail. Um, they're very upset about this. They decide that they are going to capture Gonzalez before retiring. Um, uh, when they decide to retire, their captain brings in. Uh, Two guys to replace them. Turns out that the two guys he brings in are the two guys from the undercover sting that rescued them. So they obviously don't get along to start. Um, the chief wants the two replacements to be the best of the worst. We he wants them to understand what these guys do, but never do anything that they do. Come <laughs> um, that climax scene. Uh, Gonzalez kidnaps Danny's ex-wife Annie, he still love, who he is still who he is still is in love with and wants to reconcile with. Um, he says that he will trade her for the drugs that Danny and Ray co- had confiscated coming in from Colombia. Um, Danny does agree to this. Um, during the fight, uh, Danny and Ray rescue the two officers that they're training, um, rescue his wife, his ex-wife, and kill Gonzalez. In the meantime, at the end, they decide that they are not going to retire after all, which was supposed to lead into a sequel. They can never get it done, and now they'll never get it done with Gregory Hines passing away many, many years ago. So, it's quick. This movie, to me, it's funny. It's an action movie. Some good lines in it, some lines that I still use to this day. Um,
0: When your your wife gets kidnapped by Burrito Taquito.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. Um, it's a funny movie, action movie. It's long line of the the buddy cop movie series from the early '80s and '90s. Talking 48 Hours, Lead the Weapon series, Rush Hour. All those kind of fed off of this movie. So, um, in my mind, it is a classic. I do enjoy it. I watch it whenever it's on. Matter of fact, I my mom absolutely loves this movie. She loves loves Gregory Hines in it. Um, so I actually have a DVR, and so I watch it. She seems to love all the movies you like. Well, we do like the same movies. We are... Of course, she doesn't like all the movies I like, but the older movies we like. We like Major League, Running Scared. Um, Matter of fact, she likes Apollo 13, which I don't think is a bad movie. I don't watch it as much as she does. Um, Stuff like that. So um, I'm going to give it four out of five stars.
3: Nice. I did did like it.
2: I, I, I did like it. I do like it. Again, it's one of those movies when it's on, I stop and watch it. So... That's what I got. I ain't got much.
0: I'm just imagining you walking through the living room, turning, seeing that a movie you like is on, just stopping and falling over onto the couch and like laying there watching it until the movie. I've done that. Over. Okay. I've I figured you had.
2: I've done that, or I jump in the recliner. Throw it See, up. Throw, if I did that, I would break up. the recliner. No, 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 I don't. jump. I, look, I'm not fat. Like cannonball, like no, no, not cannonball. Just rock back a little bit. those guy you get it up on its and the hind oh. legs and then it falls back down, we're
0: good. Man, speaking of furniture, I had an interesting furniture experience. I should talk about later after the segment. Okay, <laughs> all right.
1: So uh, let's see what uh, my good friend Roger Ebert had to say about Running Scared from 1986. He gives it three stars.
2: He sucks.
1: He's dead, dude. <laughs> Still sucks. Running Scared is yet another movie about street smart cops who are best buddies wisecracking their way through one hair raising situation after another. This genre is so overpopulated that it hardly seems like we need one more example. And yet Running Scared transcends its dreary roots and turns out to be a lot of fun. Most of the fun comes from the relationship between the two cops who are played by Gregory Hines and Billy Crystal as if they were both successfully stealing the picture. The movie takes place in the middle of a cold, gray Chicago winter, which is made all the colder and the grayer by the hilariously inept use of fake movie snow. Considering how many vertical surfaces are plastered with snow in this movie, while the ground remains clear, Chicago must be the only city in which the snow falls from Oak Park instead of from the sky. Slogging through the grim, mean alleyways, Heinz and Crystal stumble across a major drum ring. Their good luck starts with an encounter with Snake, played by Joe Pandeliano, a two-bit hood who has $50,000 in his briefcase. They want to arrest Snake, but don't have anything to charge him with. So, in a brilliant scene, they convince Snake to request arrest. Crystal loudly tells the neighborhood hoods that pen Pant- Pantaleano is carrying 50 grand and requests them to keep an eye out for suspicious perpetrators the movie unfolds in the usual ways a criminal mastermind vows to kill the two cops a commanding officer balls them out and orders them to go on vacation and a couple of friendly women warm the winter nights as stories go nothing in running scared is very original but crystal and hines in the screenplay by gary devore and jimmy houston don't need a plot because they have so much good dialogue and such a great screen relationship. The intelligence and wit flowing between them are so palpable, palpable, you can almost see them, and they're in so so many throwaway lines that even the bit players get some good ones. The movie was directed by one-time Chicagoan Peter Hayams, who can claim the distinction of using two spectacular locations. There is a chase on the L tracks and an acrobatic shootout inside the state of Illinois Center. The original twist with the L chase is that the chase vehicles are cars, not trains. <clears throat> Crystal and Heinz pursue a Cadillac limo in their yellow cab. It sounds like a great chase, but it's curiously anticlimactic, maybe because we get mostly point of view shots from the two cars. I kept waiting for at least one shot from ground level showing bystanders doing double takes as a yellow cab zooms past on the L. But the shot is missing, an oversight for which the chase coordinator should be punished by m- being made to work on the next three Cannonball Run movies. <laughs> The State of Illinois Center sequence is something else. Heinz lowers himself on a cable down through the vast rotunda from the ceiling while firing a machine gun, and we reflect that the true test of architecture is its versatility. But even here, oddly enough, the action pales just a little because it is so conventional to end a movie like this with a spectacular shootout. I like the smaller scale scenes the best, the ones where Heinz and Crystal were doing their stuff. Not Ebert's best review. No. But sounds like he liked it. Not as much as you, but he also liked it.
2: Well else, you know he's dead.
1: <laughs> right.
0: Fuck that guy, he's dead. All right. So furniture. Furniture. I go to, I go to Duncan Bright today. Because um, I got an email from you know them saying, "Hey, it's the Irish bargain party!" Oh, Duncan O'Brien! Oh, Duncan O'Bride. We all heard the commercials growing up, and you know now that I have a card there and we buy our furniture there, I was like, you know, I, mean, I almost have our, our bed paid off, so I'm like, you know, let's go in there because we've been thinking about getting an entertainment center, and I found one on their website I liked, uh, but I thought, hey, maybe if we go during the the biggest sale of the year, we'll get a better deal on it, right? So. Uh, we're looking at this like big entertainment center because I, I want to set, I want my consoles out in the air so they can breathe and things like mm-hmm. that. Um, first of all, we get there. They have like no entertainment centers on the floor. That's okay. I didn't think they'd have exactly the one I wanted, you know, in the showroom, but I thought they'd have some. So I end up going up to the uh, lady who sold us uh, some of our stuff. Her name's uh, Catherine, I believe. I'm like, Hey, Catherine. She's like, hi, who are you? <laughs> <laughs> okay, i'm here to be your, your easiest sale of the day You're like I, I want an entertainment center i know uh, about which one i want uh, so we go back and sit down and she's trying to figure out how to use her computer because she's not very tech savvy clearly and it takes us quite a while to figure it out well we finally find you know the one we're looking for um there's no extra discount which was super disappointing um it's the same price as if i ordered it you know later on uh but, but due to covid delivery isn't happening until fucking july wow yeah july but you know what you know yesterday it was may 31st now it's july 27th so i'm like you know what we, we better get in line for this whatever so we we close the deal she sends me up to the cashier you know i go up there i got my uh uh duncan bright card and everything and we're standing here and this kid it's it's like he's scared it's like it's for his, his first day he keeps going over out of view and talking to someone hey how do i do this how do i do that okay that's fine he was taking a long time but he wasn't saying anything he was not communicating to us at all Uh, So it was really awkward. Meanwhile, people are buying shit behind us. Their uh, salespeople are using, they have a a card terminal outside of this booth as well. And their salespeople are like running it all for them. Ours didn't. Ours like, okay, here you go. And maybe she had an appointment or something. I don't know. But, uh, you know, we got stuck with the, uh, you know, Mr. Bean over here and uh, they're, they're like handing people, they have this wall of gifts and stuff and they're handing people bottles of wine and all this stuff. Hey, what do you want? Pick something out part of their party. We got nothing from our salesperson. So, you know, my, my wife is standing there. She's like, why aren't they giving us stuff? We came here for the Irish bargain party. You know, what's going on? I'm like, well, hold on. We technically haven't bought anything yet. us wait till we run, we run the credit card. Let's see what happens. You know, and she says it like three more times. Finally he gets done. He's like, here you go. I'm like, all right. And I don't know if you heard my wife talking, but, you know, we're wondering where the party is. You know, everyone else is getting gifts. What's going on. He's like, oh, uh, uh, okay. Well come over here and you can pick something out. So we get over there and I'm like, all right, hon, pick something out. She's like, I don't know what to get. I'm like, for fuck's sake, this was your idea. You made me ask the guy, pick something out. And I'm like, okay, yeah, get a bottle of wine for your mother, you know, for her birthday. Well, no, she, she said she has too many bottles and needs to drink them. You know, I'm like, well, we could cook with it. You know, I can't drink it anymore, but you know, can still cook with it. I still have cooking wine in the house, you know um, she, no bottle of wine, no, this, after some hemming and hawing and all this stuff, she buys g- grabs a fucking little box of shortbread cookies, Irish shortbread cookies, all of that <laughs> for a box of cookies, and they sucked. Of course they did. <laughs> but I'm just like, man, this is just so strange, but you know what, I mean, I, I have a credit line with them, so I'm going to keep buying stuff from them, mm, I mean, yeah. they're always nice and stuff, but it's just, uh, it was just a weird experience, you know, I'm like, here I am, you know, coming back for the fourth time now buying something and uh you know it, it didn't didn't really feel the love that much
1: D- didn't you like show them your white privilege card
0: uh, you know i forgot to. <sighs> i thought this was my white privilege card right here
1: i mean there's a lot of white showing in there these days but
0: <laughs> well, there's that too
1: <laughs> i don't have any room to talk <laughs>
0: you know I, mean? I was just more talking about the beard you know i, I know
1: have... <laughs> i got you that on uh, yeah um all right. Before we go into break, Corbs, I want I want to point something out to you. Don't point um, it at me. Uh, no, no, I think it needs to be addressed. Oh Jesus Christ! Um,
2: who did I piss
1: off? Uh, no, it's the other way around. Actually, you should be pissed off.
2: Who did I piss off? Um,
1: so uh, I don't I don't know if if you know of of this uh podcast um group in town called uh, Billionaire Studios. No. Um, nice Hugh and I have met them in, they were interesting fellas um, they, they do a whole a, a thing similar to us they, they have their own studio they have multiple shows uh, well it, it's it's just so happens that two weeks ago they announced they're launching a brand new show called Too, Too Drunk for Radio and uh, here's the part where you should be um, angry um, their, their whole shtick for that show is classic movie reviews yeah, fuckers um I, I and um like I said two weeks ago that they announced this. And uh you wanna wanna take a guess at what movie that they, they started off with two two weeks ago? Running Scared? Roadhouse. The <laughs> same week we did Roadhouse.
2: Douchebags. I'm you not
1: people. I'm not saying they're biting off our shit. Oh no,
2: they're definitely But I'm them.
1: saying they're biting off our shit. I'll say
2: it. <laughs> really it bit they off, my, it bit off my shit.
0: Okay, I was gonna say he, he runs a sign business, and you know, he's you know, from what I see on Facebook, the guy works his ass off. I cannot imagine he's been going, Okay, here's our chance to steal from Geek Pod. Right.
1: And no, no, I, I, I this is firmly tongue in cheek. Now, everything I said is true. They do have a new show called Too Drunk for Radio, and they did start with Roadhouse the same week we did it, but it's, I, I think it's a, a huge coincidence. Um, and, and we met those guys, they were, they were cool, they're a lot of fun. We, we can't, we were discussing working with them at that point and, and shit just didn't work out but it was no, too I just expensive
0: was, is what it was well is
1: what it comes down to and then i mean now they're in no position that's the uh covid has hurt them a lot oh yeah uh and it's unfortunate because you don't want to see bad shit happen to good people yeah um but no I, I found it funny and i i thought it would be like a good bit to say that they're biting our shit <laughs> <laughs> but I should probably text John and tell him we did that. <laughs>
0: but you know what? He he bitches about being single all the time. He might be willing to bite your shit if you're up for it. And uh, there's that. And that is trimmed up nice. I know he likes that. So. All Will right,
1: you? guys. <laughs> what? All right. Stay, stay, <laughs> stay tuned. We're going to hop back into break, and then we're going to come back and discuss a few uh, a few other things. The fourth annual Sci-Fi Horror Fest is coming with an all-new location, new celebrity guests, and more to enjoy. Sci-Fi Horror Fest has a new home for 2021 at the Vernon Downs Casino and Hotel in Vernon, New York. Sci-Fi Horror Fest will be held on August 27th and 28th. Sci-Fi Horror Fest is a family-friendly event featuring exciting guests including CJ Graham and Loren Malloy, as well as fun activities, vendors, and a media area with an eclectic group of podcast personalities. More guest announcements will be announced soon. For more information and to purchase tickets, go to www.sci-fi-horrorfest.com. That's www.sci-fi-horrorfest.com. Sci-Fi Horrorfest is currently looking for volunteers. This is your chance to be part of the fun. Please note, dates and details of the event are subject to change due to any lasting issues due to COVID-19.
0: And we are back now, uh, Paul. I wanted to ask you something. I saw something on Twitter earlier that uh, kind of had me worried. Uh, w- would you mind uh, explaining that or, or talking a uh, bit about it?
1: Yes. Um, what you're referencing is that, that, me, that I tweeted out late morning, early afternoon, that uh, 43 years I've been living a lie. Um, got Got some news today that completely shook up my, my world as, as I've known it. Um, so uh, Christmas time. One of my, my main gifts was an ancestry kit. Uh, so I did the, the cheek swab, the spit and all that stuff, set it out. And we've been waiting and um, my results came in today and I've proudly proclaimed for years. And I always refer to myself as an Irish kid. I can I, I can no longer really make that claim. Hmm. Um, my my ethnicity estimates came back, and um, I I do have a little bit of Irish in me, not not as much as enough to to claim myself as an Irish kid. Um, this that this is this is what I got from it. Okay, I, I've got it up on my phone right now. Um, I would hold it up to the screen, but we've seen what happens when it does that. It washes yeah. out. Maybe I'll take a picture. I'll post it with the show notes. Um, I'm gonna go from my highest percentage to my lowest percentage. Um, I'm I made up of five different nationalities. Um, number one at 42% is Scottish. Ooh. Number two, 27% is England and Northwestern Europe. Number three, at 17% is Irish. Number four, in light of recent hobbies, um, I'm pretty happy about a 10% um, I'm from Norway. So I'm 10% Viking. Um, and finally, a 4% is Wales.
0: Wow. I totally thought you were going to say it said I'm 100% that bitch. <laughs> I was waiting for the punchline.
1: I'm sorry, no, no the the, the big punchline was was when I was explaining this to Kristen earlier, and I'm, I'm rattling all of these off, and I said, "Now, what did we learn from this?" And she's puzzled by it. <laughs> is that what we learned? Is it's definite that I am 100% white kid, like that? <laughs> there it is, all white as white can be. <laughs> so,
0: uh, yeah, I just real- thought it was you're only missing like German in there and, and,
1: and you know what that could be the Northwestern Europe
3: oh, yeah it
0: could yeah.
1: be so yeah I am <laughs> and then I was trying to explain to the kids at lunch you know what what this all means and they were all very confused and and so they said so does that mean I'm not Irish at all I'm like what no no you, you have <laughs> the percentages <laughs> like this
0: and that was the kid that's good at math um Man, so this is going to be a very sad St. Patrick's Day for you this year, isn't it?
1: Um, yes, I I, I'm, I I have to go out and get a kilt instead. Um, now I guess I'm going to just um, try and um, embrace my, my Scottish heritage instead. I don't know if you guys have seen this stuff on Facebook where you, for 40 bucks you can uh, go get a one foot by one foot square yep. and yep. I can become a Scottish Laird and I feel okay with that now. And um, if, if I really do do this. I think I may have to have all of you refer to me as Lord from then on. You know, it's, the legal.
0: it's legal, except for the fact that um, you're not able uh, to actually hold that kind of a you can't hold a royal title in another country as an American citizen. I
1: didn't you. think you could. It's a um, novelty so thing. It is a novelty
0: <laughs> thing. If yes. you went there and tried to camp out on that one foot by one foot, they probably they'd be like, Yeah, it's over there, and there's like fucking right. like a forest or something.
1: Whatever. That's exactly if you read up on that, that's what it is. Is they they say they have their their one foot squares and they plant a tree on that to preserve the land for you.
0: Now I they wonder if you can climb up that state. tree and build a tree house. <laughs>
1: right. A tiny little tree house, because it's gonna be overlapping on other people's shit.
0: <laughs> yeah, but it's in the air, it doesn't count.
1: Oh, good good point. But um, it's funny though, because they were running a sale around Christmas on that. And it was a buy one, get one free for those. I thought real hard. I almost bought us all plots of land. So we all could have been Lords. <laughs> I almost did it. And then I remembered I would have gotten killed for wasting money like that. Um, so yeah, that, that's what that tweet was in reference to. Um, obviously I wasn't really upset. It was tongue firmly in cheek and I was giggling the whole time I wrote the tweet.
0: You know, though, that would have given you like eight square feet. You could have like put a bathroom
1: on it, right? We could have had our own royal uh, outhouse or something. Yeah, royal shitter. (laughs) It's better. Can I use that as a title? (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, and you know what that that leads into the one last thing that I wanted to ask you guys about. Um, I'm
2: taking a royal shit. Kind of. Okay.
1: We're, we're uh, we all have significant others, yes, and uh, this is going to be uncomfortable. Um, especially Corb, since yours listens to the show, um, are you sure,
0: Paul? Because you know, nothing really bothers me.
1: Okay, uh, that's more pointed at Corb's again because Kelly listens to the show. I think it's her first shout out by anybody other than you. Hi, Kelly.
3: You um,
1: <laughs> so. Is it a thing with women who are afraid to use the bathroom in public?
2: Is it a thing?
1: Yeah. Like as a dude, I have no problem walking into a public bathroom and just blowing that shit up, whether someone's in there or not.
0: I, well, you know, I mean, my wife doesn't like to shit if there's other people in there. So like if she's like having a loud shit and someone walks in, she'll try to quiet it down until they leave. So, I mean, they, they are a little weird about that, but I mean, if she's got to go, she's going to go.
1: Yeah, is this a discussion you guys have had too? Look at that; that worked out. I'm actually pointing at Corbs too when I'm talking to him. Um, <laughs> is this? Have you guys had this discussion? or have you guys not been together long enough to talk have about? We had a
2: Discussion about taking a shit in public? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's a discussion you don't have.
1: No, you do. Eventually, trust me. <laughs> We're telling you, you do. <laughs> um, yeah, because that that exact thing that you just described, Hugh, is is what the discussion was about and i'm looking at her like she's fucking crazy i'm like no i don't care someone can be sitting right next to me and i'll just i will decimate that bathroom i don't mind like i will actually laugh like if you, it's super loud
0: you remember what happened in um, buffalo right remember i went down in the, that morning we're on the convention floor and i went and i took like a loud shit and the guy next to me said like good one or something like that <laughs> you're yes, cheering that. me on you yes know?
2: <laughs>
1: um yeah so so Fucking Austin Powers. Um, it 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 just astounded me, and and I I threatened that I was going to bring this up on the show. I I think she thought I was joking, but it's I don't understand it. Like that—that's what that room's express purpose is for.
0: Yeah, but you know you have to think about you know where she's coming from too. I mean, women have a different way of looking at themselves than we do. Okay. I, and I think that has to be taken into account. I mean, just like, you know, my wife will use the bathroom, but she doesn't uh, like to do it if there's anyone else there. That's you know, because, right. You know, it's I, I don't know. I mean, it's, you know, we laugh at farts. They don't. Okay, Good generally. I mean, that's I think that's what it really comes down to. They don't laugh at farts like we do. And that's just a shame.
3: Where's Everyone that? should. Well, should, you know, should.
0: I understand why she doesn't laugh at my farts. They're awful and they like cling to things. She can fart and if it smells bad, it's like, oh, that's awful. And three seconds later, it's gone. I fart and like half an hour later, the room still smells like I shit the walls. <laughs> and I don't know what it is. I.
1: <sighs> All right. Well, I mean, that, that clears it up. I mean,
0: nothing clears it up. Trust no, me. No, no. I, I feel
1: you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean the, the 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 question at hand that was just I found it very odd and and I actually remembered to write it down so we can That's actually your discuss like
2: it. you the poop in public?
1: I mean, when you down. boil it down like that, I mean, yeah. But I I wanted yeah. to ask you guys about it to see if it was the same situation and and Hugh is confirming it for me. So
0: but remember, Paul, you can't use "Make the Poops" as the title because you already did that years ago.
1: <sighs> You're right, I did. God, and we can't start like rehashing shit no. until at least episode 100. So not even
2: then.
0: You rehash shit, dude. Dude, this show is nothing but rehashing shit. Who are you kidding?
1: <laughs> and that's what we do. That was what the basis was early on. We said that. Um. All right. Well, that's all I've got. Other than not uh, talking about um, WandaVision. You know, Disney Plus issues notwithstanding.
0: Yeah, yeah, I I cannot get onto Disney Plus to save my life right now. Um, Now, in light of that, you know, um, I did illegally download it because, you know, I do have an actual Disney Plus account that I Mm -hmm. can't currently use right now, and that's not my fault. Um, You know, it's, I I don't personally feel there's a problem that if you actually pay for the service and it stops working and it's not like you didn't pay your bill, your internet's down if you go find another source for it. You know, if we weren't doing this show tonight, I wouldn't have, but if anybody has a problem with that, I'm, Go fuck yourself. Sorry. (laughs) I I tried to do it legitimately. There's nothing else I can do. Right. Uh, What'd you think? Not as strong as other episodes. Was that based off of like Modern Family?
1: Yes.
2: Okay. That's
0: what I thought it was. Like when they're doing like the interviews and... Oh, I figured it was like Parks and Rec, or something, or The Office weren't those comedies that did add like something. The Office was in did that too. too. Yeah,
1: I know that. I don't know about Parks and Rec. I've never seen that. Uh, but no, they they said when they put the trailer out for this specific episode yesterday, or whatever, that they were riffing on Modern Family, and that's okay. the only reason I know it because I've also never seen that show.
3: Yeah,
1: <laughs> um, and so we uh, we we got our answer for who the 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 big bad is, huh? I'm
0: You know what? Every single week they've layered on more mystery while still revealing things. And it's all been exciting. And this was like, what are you fucking kidding me? I mean, I mean, there was no showing newly shot scenes with her doing things is not foreshadowing. They did not foreshadow this. I did not see anything about her that seemed like, you know, she was the big bad. And I don't even know who the fuck she is. Is that a character from the comics?
1: Yes. Uh, Back from the 70s, she was also... I believe she wizard. trained Wanda. She, she helped her out. I, I know she was the the nanny for the kids, but she is old magic in the Marvel Universe. Uh, insanely powerful.
0: I feel like they didn't earn that reveal because it meant nothing to me.
1: Right. And, and that's just it. Is if If you're not heavily versed in Marvel lore, like that that passed everybody and you know what when they introduced her as agnes at the beginning it crossed my mind but then they just completely played her off as the goofy like quirky neighbor like like you said like up until this episode they never give you any kind of indication that there's anything wonky with her
0: yeah and i feel like that's lazy writing that that kind of a reveal
1: and we've got one episode of this left right Like isn't it? Yeah. So they've got a lot to wrap up next week, and uh, the the woman that plays Monica said that it's a it's a very sad, very emotional episode next week. So I have a feeling, figuratively and literally, walls are coming down next week. Um, I just wonder if they're gonna go with the twins where they went with them in the comics
0: initially, and I'm wondering if Vision's going to survive this.
1: I don't know, I'd like to see him come out of it so they can use him again in the movies because I mean, he really didn't get a great arc in the movies. No, it was way too abbreviated. Um, I, I'd like to see them, and I'm wondering because of what we saw in this episode with Monica, where we're springboarding her into Photon. Um, so the hex caused that, that's what we're insinuating, that's what gave her powers. So, what's to say that? They don't come back out of this alive, Pietro and and um Vision. Vision yeah. I mean, they kind of. At least Pietro. I mean, what's the sense of bringing Evan Peters in for a couple of episodes as Pietro?
0: I right. was totally hoping he was going to end up being Mephisto. That would have been better. That would have been cool too, because that's been rumored in, all along. Yeah, and it would have led into a Multiverse of Madness. It also would have been a great cover to um, take care of, you know, Spider-Man's secret identity problem going into the next movie. Um, I mean, yeah, you'd be doing it, you know, minus the marriage and all that, but they should, they could totally do some kind of a uh, skewed brand new day thing um, mm-hmm. with that. Uh, I mean, it's a little dark, you know, you know, <laughs> the deals with the devil and all that, but I, I really thought that's where they were going to go with it.
1: Well, we're not done yet. We never know. I mean, maybe, maybe um, Harkness is the minor big bad. You know what I mean? We, we get a the- lot of this. Tiered systems with the nah, the, with the villains
0: even even more con- convoluted,
1: especially yeah. with no buildup, which yeah. is what we're going into next week.
0: At least you had buildup with the Pietro thing because he seemed to know shit he shouldn't know. Right, he seemed like he wasn't part of the uh, uh, the hex. And but uh, yeah, I just, man. I mean, it was a good episode up until that point, and I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" And, and really, at the end of every episode, Avery's like, "Ah, oh, I want to watch the next one." At the end of this one, everyone was just like, "What?"
1: Yeah, the whole, and then whole it was, family, and then it was. Oh, that's right. We have to wait for the mid credit scene. So,
0: was there a mid credit scene this week?
1: Yes, Disney came out this morning and said watch uh, through the credits. Yes, I didn't because
0: yeah. there hasn't been a mid credits scene. Nope.
1: On- and I think that's why Disney came out and said it. You guys oh, didn't know
0: what was the mid credit nope. scene.
1: Well, Monica's uh, still looking around, and she opens up storm cellar doors, and she looks in and sees a. Uh, that weird-ass basement torture yeah. chamber thing. And uh, you're looking over her shoulder, looking into it. And it comes around, and somebody walks up behind her. And that's Evan Peters. Wearing this ridiculous fucking head wrap thing. And they, um he says, Snooper's going to snoop. And that's how it ends. So those two are together right now. We don't know if... He's gonna be an asshole, or if he's gonna work with her to save Wanda, we don't know what the yeah. story is. And I, I was questioning all the episode where he went. Like I figured she banished yeah. him out. So
2: it was one of that too, like where where yeah. he was, and is yeah. it is it the fact that she everything is changing and it's like not staying still that just mean that she's like falling deeper into like depression or whatever or wherever she is or. And
1: and you know what the the ad in the middle of it points to that. Talking about that, yeah, the reality. I I think there's cracks in reality. She's slipping. She is falling apart. And plus, I think Agatha Harkness is fucking with her, too. Because, like they said, everything that went wrong is because of her doing. So, I think she's asserting dominance on this as well. But we got a lot of stuff we have to answer next week. And, I mean, this one, you kind of have to tie this up if it's going to springboard into one of the next big movies. Yeah. And possibly... Two of the next big movies because they've already said that Doctor Strange shows up in Spider Man 3, right? Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, there, there's a lot to tie up there. This this is touching a lot of stuff.
0: You would definitely be the authority on that.
1: Touching stuff? Yes.
0: Yeah. Touching lots. a lot of stuff. You know, it, it's uh, funny because uh, Avery loves WandaVision, even though she hated it to begin with because it was so weird. We started, she wanted to. Uh, she wants to watch endgame she just keeps saying i want to watch endgame i think it's because there have been um you know crossovers in fucking Fortnite and all that bullshit right she has no idea she she doesn't won't sit down and watch those movies Finally, like you want to watch endgame you have to watch every single movie before right <laughs> the build up so uh, we've been making we got finally got through phase one um tonight after wandavision uh it's been tough because she fights us on every movie she stops has to get up 10 million times has a hard time paying attention um I mean, really. I mean, we should have been on to like halfway through phase two now, but uh we finally got. We had to watch Avengers in two parts.
1: <laughs> I believe it. Yeah, it's hard. Um, First of all, those are long movies, and w- with with kids, especially yeah. with attention issues, yeah, like Kylie's yeah. awful. The same idea, like that, just a fountain of questions through the whole thing, and.
0: Well, half of the questions uh, her, she has would be answered if she stopped looking away from the TV because she asked questions about things that happened while she wasn't looking.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: but she's like, oh, I want more Tony. I want to watch Iron Man 3, though I had to fight her to get her to watch Iron Man 2 because she didn't want to watch any Iron Mans. Now she loves it. Um, it's, it's just we go back and forth. You know, Do I have to watch Guardians? Uh, it's it's funny, though, because it's going to lead. I know that this is going to lead to sadness for her <laughs> at mm-hmm. some point uh, also, uh, man, watching Avengers today, watching the uh, the battle for New York uh, for the first time in I don't know how many years, just remembering what it was like in theaters, seeing that saying, Avery, Avery, you got to look when he goes, my secret is I'm always angry. I mean, I all of that. the great moments. Mm-hmm. Uh, I seem to recall Hulk punching Loki, though, at some point, just like he punched Thor.
1: No, he picked him, mis- him up and he slammed him around. Yeah, That's, I, yeah. I'm just mis-
0: remembering that. I thought he punched him again, you know, after they caught him. Um, no.
1: Nope. Not that I remember. Was that,
0: was that a deleted scene or something?
1: It could have been. I don't know. But yeah, such a good movie.
0: Made by an asshole, apparently, but such a good movie.
1: Wait, what? Oh, yes. Yes.
0: <laughs> gotcha now. That's a whole other show.
1: <laughs> yeah. We could. We could fill a show on that. <clears throat>
0: Assholes in Hollywood.
1: This specific one we're just, okay. we're talking about. Uh anything else we need
2: to wrap up, guys? No. Nothing I can think
1: of. All right. Well, then, how about I just drop some wisdom nuggets?
2: Droppy nuggets.
1: <clears throat> because I am smoking hot is not the correct answer when a police officer asks, Do you know why I pulled you over? Good night, everybody, and Mega Bite Me, bitches.
2: This has been a Geek Pod
3: Network production.